Where my girls at? From the front to back, when is you feeling that? Put my hand up, can you repeat that? Try and take my best, see I don't need that. So don't play yourself, where my, my girls, girls at? Back and let you feel it that eh. One hand that will you repeat that eh. Take the band, see I don't need that eh. You oh, That was love a great each other woman don't, yeah. don't take anyone's man I feel like She shouldn't have to say that <laughs> White girls have um, Like Spice Girls anthems But like 702 Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like a, that, that song is it's iconic. It's legendary. It's everything. I mean, it's definitely on the breakout playlist. Where my girls at? Empowerment playlist. Because we all come together after a breakup. That is one thing women do very well: is come together <laughs> after their friend has a breakup. It's like, let's drink together. <laughs> <laughs> and listen to Tony Braxton and all day. Oh, seven oh two. Yeah, and Tony Braxton just hits real different going through a breakup. Oh, I feel like I'm at work, geez. like. Let it go. <laughs> go voice go so deep. <laughs> You're listening to 168, a podcast about everything that went down in the past 168 hours. This podcast is brought to you from the minds of Jazz and Lo, two best friends who celebrate International Women's Day or a day. <laughs> it's a weekly segment show. Think the cast of all that, all grown up, pregames a Beyonce concert. With Hennessy. Eh. <laughs> Let's get personal, personal. I wanna get personal, personal. Let's get to personal, personal. What are some black girl things, traditional black girl things, that you cannot do or can't relate to? A lot. I can't juke. Oh, that's a lie. That's a lie. I've seen you with your hands on the floor in the office. That doesn't mean. We'll beat that out. We'll beat that out. Yes, we're going to believe that. We're going to believe that part out. This is real. You can do what you set your mind to. I can't. I can't do a lot of like black girl. I can't slick my edges. I can't do that. Do you have a toothbrush? Yeah, I mean, I have all the materials. It's just what the execution. You know, okay, you know how lots of arts and craft things I take on, and then mm, I might skip a few steps. Uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, no one to do that. However, um, it's a very quick project sticking your edges back. It's just kind of like a. But I also boop, don't boop, head wrap. Okay. Do you head wrap? I do, I do, but. <laughs> this is a judgment free zone because I have some things I cannot do that are also black girl things that I am I just also just think ostracized a lot of my perms just took off a lot of my edges so I never had anything to really stick down oh damn curse the perm <laughs> creamy crack what about curse you curse the creamy crack <laughs> I can't double dutch I have never been able to that I shit have- is scary yeah, it is. Like looking at it, I don't understand how people do it. It's like when I look at certain gymnastics, like tumbling things, I just don't understand how you get your body to do that. 
when I first tried to turn rope, I was kicked out immediately. Like they were like, okay. And I was like, I felt like I'm doing what everybody else is doing. Yeah, I'm like, I'm mean? just doing what you're doing. Like, what do you mean? This is probably not even my fault. It's probably that girl's fault. Like, you don't even know. It's the slightest quiver, that? and it's like, you don't know what you're doing, honey. Step aside. Like, oh my God. I'm just confused as to how I was ever supposed to learn how to double dutch in the first place. No, it is not a welcoming learning environment. <laughs> it's kind of like spades, except we. It's different. It's worse. It's, it's worse. way worse. It's worse because than your phys- your whole physical body is at peril. You might get hit in the face of the rope. It's just embarrassing. It's way more embarrassing <laughs> than reneging at spades. And reneging at spades can be very, very embarrassing. Very embarrassing. Get a drunk nigga with green eyes oh, and start yeah. screaming about it. <laughs> the whole night is ruined. That's a very specific. The whole night is ruined. <laughs> Those are the type of niggas that have outbursts at kickbacks. Yeah, about spades. Yeah. Girl, <laughs> chill. Like, y'all ain't got no money anyway. We're not even betting anything. Right. It's like, don't you mean mm. eight bucks? Right. I'm tired of playing with you. <laughs> my face. I'm like, oh my God. Same with all you double edging people who are mean and, and, and not inclusive. Like, Teach people how to double dutch. Each one, teach one. We're except me. If you don't, if you see me, don't you? I don't. Yeah, know it's too late. It's fuck I'd have that to shit. Do it with people I really trust in, in private. At this point, there's no one that I know that I like that double dutches. Janelle double dutches. That's true. Yeah, she'd be having her rope with her, but she's only one. Person. But I feel like I'm so like anxious about it that I, every time I, I see ropes, I run away. Ropes, I'd be like, oh, I love you. Y'all, y'all want to play? Go in the corner. Y'all want something? I'm gonna go. <laughs> I used to be on the stoop like, yeah, I gotta go to class. <laughs> Catch y'all later. I'm gonna get a smoothie. Yeah. I also, I can't part my hair either. Oh, me neither. God, I can't fucking I just part my can't hair. do my I hair. Understand. It's too much. Yeah. Our hair, our hair is difficult. People were like, I can't braid hair, but that's a very normal problem. That's not just a black girl problem. On I've tried. talking about that, being a black girl problem. I can get some knots, but... It's not getting any better than that. <laughs> I'm I'm blessed yeah. that I can bring it. I'm a minority. I feel like I've always been like, I love like Chicago vernacular. Like I love like the way Chicago girls talk. Never could get into that. I think it's so We're cute. way too valley. Uh, <laughs> I think it's so cute. I'm like, damn, I have this fucking Algonquin accent. It's like, you guys' accents are so much more fun. There's so much. I feel I like, like a weird hybrid of like. <laughs> that doesn't make sense. I feel like I went to boarding school, then I met a whole bunch of people from the south suburbs, or like very like mm-hmm. oh, you're from like tumbleweeds. <laughs> yeah, and so like, where is that? <laughs> right. And so everybody was like oh. a city slicker. So I'm like, oh my god. Yeah. <laughs> you got exposed to it early. I didn't meet really what well, I didn't really have a group of friends from Chicago till college. So that's when I was exposed to the a Chicago. Lot of shit. And I would just be like nodding oh. my way through a lot of conversations because I didn't know what the fuck y'all were talking about. It's a whole about. different world. What are you talking about? <laughs> <laughs> like, culture, like words, all that shit. I did not know. I have to learn what high school you went to. And that means oh, something. and I was like, please don't ask me what high school. I'm right. I'm like, please don't do it to me, please. <laughs> Actually, recently, I was at a building in the loop, some like skyscraper. It was for like, a little conference. Mm-hmm. And I went to the front desk and this girl was like, I feel like, what high school did you go to? They felt like they knew you from somewhere? Yeah. I hate I that. Was like, I was like, you don't know what high school I went to. And she was like, you went to Jacobs, right? I was like, whoa. Oh, she knew. 
She was a girl I went to high school with. She was younger than me. And I had forgotten all about her. But I was like, cool, finally, this question finally applies to me. It made me feel really included. Wow. So I thought that was going to end so much differently. Yeah, right? It was a yeah. twist. It was like a twist. So this question started as what is your biggest woman inspiration <laughs> slash girl boss? But it morphed into. <laughs> it's very us. If you could choose any two women, is it, are we doing two or more than two? It gets the third questions. Oh, yeah. <laughs> this is a multi-part question. Okay. Any two women to hybrid and be a transformer girl. <laughs> to hybrid, who would it be? Slash, what's your gumbo of black women inspiration personality? So you can start. Since <laughs> you wanted to make this a six-part question. I'm like, well, we just... Um, we took it to a whole new level and I feel like it was great. So I think at the core, no matter what, Gabrielle Union, because she's a very confident chocolate woman who's survived a lot and who has a lot of drive that I think scares people. And I think we have that in common. And I read her book that came out last year. It was phenomenal. If you haven't read it, you should read it. It is amazing. I am her. She is me. Um, on top of that, I would also be Tracy Ellis Ross slash Joan Clayton have to make that clear because they're two very distinct people but I'm both of them um with with her awkwardness and her quirkiness and just like her being so mature and old soul like I feel like on a soulful level I have Tracy Ellis Ross's soul with a basil leaf of Rihanna (laughs) (laughs) because I feel like I can be edgy when I'm making with basil leaf go ahead you don't put a basil leaf in your gumbo no that doesn't go no at all? Like the taste at all? I mean, it, it probably it could. I've never just, I've never had it in my combo, personally. But it could. Go ahead. <laughs> Continue. Right. Basil leaf of um, Right. Okay. Yeah. Well, <laughs> maybe it's spaghetti. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that works. Whatever the fuck you put a basil leaf in? <laughs> it's maybe jalapenos? I don't know. Like, I'm a, I'm like a jalapeno of Rihanna. Okay. Oh, yeah. Rihanna's my okra. Okay. My spicy okra. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I feel like um, between how laid back she is um, and down to earth she is, I feel like that's that's her. And then I would like to aspire to be the confidence of Naomi Campbell because she's everything. Oh, gosh, Literally yes. everything. I think she's the most, choc- the, the most confident chocolate woman that I've seen, at least. In, in our lifetime. I don't think anyone else's like confidence tops hers. And then I have the awkwardness, similarities of Issa Rae, but I'm more awkward. And um, as, as, aspirationally, <laughs> a mix of Jasmine guy, cause like she's iconic. And if I could like have that grace and um, poise, I think that'd be really cool. Okay, so were you with sprinkles of Beyonce? Okay, you're, you're, not to, you're not about to take one. You said you would borrow some of mine, so I'm like, okay, you have Beyonce, so I'm like, okay, be, I, okay, and I simmered in got, Beyonce. You got upset when I said I was going to take your list. I just thought we had terms. No, like, I was like, okay, cool. I oh. laughed. I said, okay, cool. Take okay. take some one. Okay. You can't just put Beyonce. I'm putting Beyonce on here too. Exactly. <laughs> I knew that it was going to go. Yeah, Robin. Okay. Um, Robin. <laughs> Jasmine Guy, you saw her with us, correct? Or I don't mean in real life past the age of 30. Okay. Yeah. So you got to be very specific. Yes. Yeah. I mean, like a different world character, Jasmine Guy. 
I'm Willie Gilbert. Yeah, I'm Willie Gilbert. Whitney. Yeah. Whitney? Whitley. Whitley. But not really, Jessica. <laughs> because I'll never forget. I'll never forget seeing Jasmine Guy in person speaking. I just I didn't see it in person, so you weren't there, right? Mm-hmm. We explained it to you. Yeah. Just the tr- the train wreck <laughs> that was happening before our eyes as she continued to deteriorate during her speech was like, I've never seen no shit like that before. <laughs> we were all in the crowd, like, what do we <laughs> what are we doing here? I don't know what she was off, but she was off something and she was very upset. I hope she's doing better. I haven't really. She was in a movie or a show recently or something, right? What made it we bad? What? what what specifically made it bad about it? Because people won't won't get it. Oh right. Um, I didn't want to put our business out there, but since you asked, <laughs> oh damn! <laughs> I'm like, don't be curious. Like, you can't leave them hanging. Like Either way, she was like talking about how um, her career had spiraled. Um, and how damn I didn't. It know. wasn't her fault at all, but she was acting real crazy, like she was drunk and or <laughs> not drunk and or. Dang, I wish I could remember everything she said. I'm gonna have to recap it with Gabby because, like, there were some, <laughs> and I have some videos too on my on my laptop. I'll pull those up for you. But she was basically just talking about how the industry like fucked her and oh my God. how like you shouldn't your dreams like don't follow your dreams it's like a, <laughs> it's a trap <laughs> i was like girl this is bad and then we all started recording it and we just like left oh my god <laughs> so who's who's your transformer gumbo mix well obviously um the queen beyonce giselle knowles carter knowles um, she is an inspiration. I don't really have to go that down deep down the rabbit hole because we all know she's the best performer of, our, of, our, of my lifetime. And she is the reason that I get up and get on Twitter every morning so I can see Beyonce pictures and videos. And that's why we're all here, like just Beyonce. Um, the second person is my mom. I love my mom. That's and so she's cute. also like happens to be Weirdly Cajun Creole magic like, <laughs> like Cajun Creole magic voodoo. Somehow she's just everything works out for her and she's like this energy that people gravitate towards. Like she knows everybody in every story. Every story she goes to. <laughs> and every she's story. like, oh Phyllis. And she doesn't have to go though. She goes once and they'd be like, Linda, let me <laughs> just take twenty percent off for you because I just, you know, it looks like you're having a hard day today. And I'm just gonna like, you know, get just throw it in the bag. Just throw it in the bag. Like everyone does that for her. It's crazy. She's like got so much favor and this light around her. She can be a little nuts sometimes. But I can say that because she hasn't been listening to all the episodes. I know you haven't much. Oh. So hmm. I dropped a skittle. <laughs> um, I would take the reading abilities of Toni Morrison, because she can read the fuck out of any of y'all racist bigots. Like, she, <laughs> she like, has words, just words. And I would love to be able to form words the way that she does. I remember seeing her at another Women of Color conference. This one was a better one. <laughs> I the first you. one I went to, and she, like, was super inspirational and just, like, down to earth and... She says things so deliberately and with intention. I would love to be like that. Um, so that'd be my basil leaf, I guess. No, or my okra, or whatever. <laughs> whatever, it's sriracha sauce. I love sriracha and shit. Um, 
yeah, I got some names. Like the artistry of Solange, I'd love to be as like freely, openly creative and pulling from my inspirations as yeah, Solange. Because I feel like she taps into like, Tony, don't call her. No I don't more. understand. Like I was listening to the read today. I was like, yeah, you guys definitely got a picture of Solange that I, I'm like, I don't understand what you're talking about or like what's <laughs> really going on. But I can appreciate it because that shit's black. And it's beautiful to look at and listen to. Yeah. And it's coming from somewhere obviously real. So, yeah. So, beyond. And she fucked Jay-Z up in the elevator. So. Love that. Yeah. <laughs> Love that. She definitely did her part with that um, scandal. Uh, so, a little Beyonce. A little um, Obama. A little Michelle Obama. I didn't say that before. A little Rihanna Robin Fenty. <laughs> uh, Toni Morrison. And uh, Solange. All in one. All in one. Break it down, remix. Do take what I bought to break. I'll be missing you. So we're starting this new segment because lots of celebrities are dying and this week <laughs> one hit really close to home. Oh, I know, girl. Fucking Get Luke Perry, aka like our generation, James Dean, aka Dylan McKay, has passed away. He had a stroke and it was really, really sad. So I'm gonna play a clip here um to, to remember him by. Because I wasn't real sure if Dylan was a very likable character when I first got a hold of him and started playing it. Um, but the writers, you know, uh, we got some really good writers on our show and they, they really paid attention to that. I don't think anybody's good all the time, I don't think anybody's bad all the time. And, uh, you know, luckily I've got to show a little bit of sides of both of Dylan. So I get mixed reviews. You know, some people I go out and they see him and they think, oh, you're such a nice guy. And other people are going, ah, you shouldn't have done that. Luke Perry means a lot to me because he's the first white boy on television that was act you could actually see be into black girls. <laughs> really? Yes. Like he was edgy enough and he was troubled mm. and he just like, you know, I don't think he ever dated a black girl. It was just like, oh, he was so fine and his bone structure and he just looked, he looked young and old at the same time. It was great. Is that what we're going for? Let me look up Luke Perry. Hold on. Sorry. It's fine. Fine. Yes. Um, Strong word. <laughs> the only, uh, I always recommend because he's, of course, known for being Dylan McKay on 90210. He's also on Riverdale. He plays Archie's dad, apparently. I haven't gotten into that show, but the one 90210 episode you should watch. The first season of 90210 is fucking lit. That's that's what makes that show so iconic and different is the first season mm -hmm. is so amazing. And then the second season, they do it like starting in the summer. It's fucking lit. They're at a fucking beach club. They all work there. It's cool. Well, Brandon does. But anyways... <laughs> You love you love 90210 because it's like they had their own Peyton or Brooke from One Tree Hill. Did you watch One Tree Hill? Uh, um, 
You okay? Link it, link it to something for me. Just link, you it, know, link it to something. You know TV shows where a guy. Okay, you didn't watch Dawson's Creek. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so you know TV shows where like Veronica Mars. No. Okay, I'm gonna explain the scenario and maybe it'll fit a show. Okay. A guy that falls in love with two girls at the same time, kind of. Like he starts dating someone and then he leaves. Manny and Ashley. Okay. Yes. Okay. 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 Like from Degrassi, it's like 90210 had a, a Manny or an Ashley. Right. And so you're either like Team Brenda or Team Kelly, but it's way more spicy than Manny and Ashley could ever be because it goes on for like six years. Oh, that's a, that's a long time for Love Triangle. Well, the Love somewhere. Triangle fizzes out after season two, but then one of them always feels like insecure about it because like he should have been with her, but he just like fucks shit up and then shit went left so he does look like the the classic 90s bad boy but he's so much more complicated than that yeah i can see it so yes if you ever watch it which it's on hulu so i highly recommend and you can get really hooked really quickly watch it and make sure that you're team brenda because if you're team kelly like it's not cool brenda sounds like she's a smart one shannon doherty Oh right, okay. Yeah. That is. You want to be Shannon Doherty? I know who that is. Yeah, I'm here. I'm here with you. <laughs> Rest in peace, Luke Perry. Yes, we mourn, and that was our moment for life. Game of Thrones. Listen, everyone. The time is almost upon us. <laughs> there's a month. <laughs> there's a month and some change left until Game of Thrones, the final season, premieres on HBO. And a trailer came out a couple days ago that actually showed us some shit. We saw dragons flying to um, fucking. What is it, babe? What's that village in the north? King's Dang. Landing? No, 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 no. I can't think. It's it's the one. <laughs> I, I said King's, King's Landing. Do you know the start? The, the, the wall? Not the wall. The north place? It's called the place. The north. It's, it's, it's like a city. Oh. Fucking shit. <laughs> I'm like, I have seen four episodes and I said King's Landing. I should get points. <laughs> The place is not when you get points. We saw Arya running in the dungeon, the the, the crypt of, of that place that we can't figure out the name to, and she actually looked real life scared of something, and we haven't seen Arya scared of shit since, like, basically they chopped Ned Stark's head off. Like, <laughs> have we gotten that far? Yeah. Okay, that, that was, was like, like second episode. Yeah. Something like that. Yeah. Right. Third episode? Fourth? It's all lies. <laughs> Either way, it looks um, amazing, and there are some several obviously fan theories popping up just from the very the small glimpses we got. Right. Uh, I can't really tell you what's going on, but we saw Cersei drinking wine. If you know what it is, if you know what it is. Um, and I'm just what does very that mean excited. That she's drinking wine. She's drinking wine. I can't tell you. I really. You're gonna watch it eventually. Um, there are some theories behind that. Uh 
But I don't care about spoiler no. alerts. But this is I like, watch things with like I know, but this is more important than whatever uh, I spoiled last week. Okay. So we're gonna do a segment called Watch the Throne when the show starts. Or whenever I start to watch it, you know, we can do like a Or whenever Jazz starts to watch uh, episode five. Consistently. Skip episode four. I think episode four, for some reason, is the episode that everyone gets stuck on. And it's boring, about. man. Like, it's like, I've been paying attention. You can't smoke. You can't drink. You can't. Oh, like, you have to pay attention because it's so much new stuff. But yeah. nothing has really happened. Like, stuff has happened, but you have to focus so much. So you're like, I can't. I can't just wake up. Yeah. And be in a whole different world. No, if you're um used to watching like leisurely TV, like things that are bright and, and like loud and you know, you can just yeah, kind of like go to sleep and wake up and you'd be like, Oh yeah, I kinda get what happened. Yeah, then you like, can't that's not the frame of mind you need to be in for Game of Thrones. You have to take a Sunday or a Saturday, wake up in the morning and just like watch it while you're doing something, not while you're doing you something. You can't do anything. And, and you gotta watch it with something unless you're like doing something that like you don't have to look at it while you do it, you know? Just take this weekend. I'm going to be gone all weekend. Watch episode five. Let me see, you know, if we get further on that. I'll if try. not, I'll try. That's fine. I'm not. Just know I'm forcing it on you, as I said, because I love you. <laughs> okay. Michael Jackson, Leaving Neverland documentary premiered on HBO on Sunday. It was a two-part series. Um, each part was two and a half hours. So I think the second part premiered on Monday. The documentary was about Wade Robson and James Safechuck, who both alleged that Michael Jackson um, sexually abused them. I could have helped Gavin Arvizo receive some justice and some validation for what happened to him. It was just like what happened to me and just like what happened to James. And I wish that I could have played a role in, at that point, stopping Michael from abusing however many other kids he did after that. Do you think that there are others out there? I do think there are others out yeah. there. Um, but, but I also don't expect them to just come out now that we're coming out. It's such a difficult thing to do to come out. You, you have to do it when you're ready. We can't change what happened to us. It happened, it's done. But what can we do with it now? How can we provide comfort for other survivors? That's what right. this is about. And Michael just happens to be the guy the abuser in this child sexual abuse story. Well, CBS This Morning co-host Gail King joins us now on the set. Gail, their story is heartbreaking. Mm -hmm. um, it's heartbreaking and disturbing. I watched really both parts was. back to back over a month ago, actually, then watched it again right before the interview because I started taking notes. And I woke up really just haunted and very disturbed by what I had yeah. seen. I think it's important to emphasize that the Jackson family believes these two are admitted liars that they're opportunists, that they're trying to exploit Michael Jackson in death mm -hmm. and exploit the legacy. But what they have to, the story they tell is very, very chilling. The documentary is a life story about those two boys and how the experience um, shaped their careers and families. And not so much about what's going on now with their trials. So for a little detail on that. Um, their trials now, they sued the Michael Jackson estate in 2013 and 2014, respectively. Yeah. The cases were dismissed on technicalities, like such as statute of limitations. Um, I, I didn't really, as, as the lawyer here, I should have gotten deep into the court records, but 
I don't want to because I read enough of that shit at work. So <laughs> um, I got the general story. <laughs> Apparently, neither of them were dismissed on the actual merits of whether or not Michael Jackson sexually abused them. So for those who are on the internet saying that it's just not true, girl, it's just not true. Wait, what does that mean? But they were dismissed based on, so they weren't dismissed because Michael Jackson did not abuse them. They were dismissed because of other things like timing, sexual oh. limitations. How well, like he did take. it, but technically we can't prosecute. They haven't said anything about the facts. So no judgment has come out about bearing on the facts of what they're alleging. Dang. Right. So I know you watched the documentary. You watched it before me and you were like, you got to watch this documentary. This shit's crazy. It's just so graphic. It's so clearly both of the, both of the victims have been through a lot of therapy because they're able to talk about it so openly. Um, And even like all of their family talking about it. I just think I watched it and went to Twitter with a heart. (laughs) And that was my biggest mistake. I feel like I watched it and was like, you know, we just got R. Kelly in jail. We were like, yay, rejoice in the streets, Pippi Longstocking, it's fucking lit. And then you go to Twitter and it's like, how dare you try to tear down a pop legend? Like, yes, Michael Jackson is amazing, but he fucking did it. If you wouldn't put your kids in bed with Michael Jackson, you know what you know what you're thinking. A lot of y'all are acting like you would, and I just don't believe that you would. At all. I just don't believe that you would. Especially if you watched the documentary, like whether or not these boys are lying, you know for a fact from the documentary that Michael Jackson had some weird shit going on with these boys. Like it was like so, so James Safechuck was the one in the Pepsi commercial, right? Yeah. <laughs> Who met Michael happenstancely during this Pepsi commercial that he was like, he was like acting as a child. Yes. And then, you know. And it was a big deal and really stressed that the first time that he saw Michael Jackson was in person was the first like shot of the Pepsi commercial that they actually did. He yes. mentioned that like six times. Yes. I'm like, okay, congratulations. Yes. Um, and then, you know, Michael befriended the family and then befriended him and was like, I want to come to your house. And like they have pictures of Michael just hanging out at their house, playing with the boy in his room. And they, like- he took him on tour and uh, they were flying in private jets. And like it's basically like he led the kids section of like the bad tour and like danced with all the other kids on stage. He got to wear his little jackets and stuff. Um he got yeah. to take home his oh, yeah. his um thriller jacket. Yeah. Yeah. Like <sighs> what? <laughs> if that's not grooming, I don't know what it is. Like, I don't know what that is. So he was first molested on tour during that tour when he was dancing for him. Yeah. And I think he was um he spent more time with Michael than Wade did, from what I could tell. Yeah, like that was it was like a big swath of his life because he well, was a teenager. I think Wade was... started younger than him, though. So it oh, might have balanced seven, out. Yeah, yeah. yeah Wade and Wade was, was like five. Right. So he, um, once he got too old, then Michael kind of like, from what we can seven. tell, like, God. discarded him. So then Wade, <laughs> Wade was from Australia and like Michael met him on tour in Australia and like he was like a dancer. He loved Michael Jackson, was like a, like a, a five year old Michael Jackson. <laughs> Little like, white Australian boy. And I, I know Wade Robson from So You Think You Can Dance because that's my fucking show. Like, as you know, not anymore. 
it went downhill after the past couple of seasons. Just not as good as it used to be. Yeah. But it used to be a great show because dancers are very, like, loving people and, like, dance is fun and, like, heartfelt. <laughs> so I used to watch it very religiously. And Wade Rapson was one of the choreographers. I didn't know that he was such a huge choreographer. Genius sensation. <laughs> Literally, like, he's a dance time. genius. Yeah. And he learned that from... Michael, Michael Jackson. Jackson. Damn. So he choreographed for NSYNC and Britney, Britney Spears, Spears and like these huge, you know, Millennium tours and everyone was doing like the kickball change and kick out. <laughs> he had his own roll. MTV show too. Yeah. Like making like something with Wade Robinson, like the Wade Robinson experience I think I remember that. Yeah. It was in 2003. But and um, so his family basically moved from Australia to LA because of his relationship. Their whole Jackson. family tore apart. It was heartbreaking. <laughs> if you watch the series, like I actually was like, oh my God, Michael Jackson ruined your life. His dad had bipolar disease and his mom was like, okay, I can't. I can't. We're going to go to LA and get yeah. Wade going with this career thing. Because another thing that they alleged that Michael did was like promise them things like, oh, I'll take care of you. I will get career. you a career. I will make sure that you're successful. Don't like, you know, don't don't try to do it yourself. I'll do it for you. Put all of your woes and all of your like, you know, insecurities in my hand. And I'll take care of all of it. And also he stressed how lonely he was all the time and made them feel special. I feel like that they still night, felt very, very special. That first night when he stayed at Neverland and then he woke up and Michael, he said Michael Jackson was like crying in the corner because he was going to leave the next yeah. day because his family came to visit first. Before they moved from Australia, they came to visit and they were going to go to like the Grand Canyon or some shit or like LA and like Grand vacation Canyon. and do shit. And so they stayed one night at Michael's house, let Wade and his sister stay at Michael's house and the family stayed at the guest house. We'll get to Neverland in a second. His family stayed in the guest house, and then, like, they all stayed in Michael's bed overnight. And then Wade woke up in the middle of the night, and, like, Michael's in the corner sobbing. Like, honestly, okay. We I don't want you to leave. All the, I, I want to tell you all the details about it because it's interesting. But, yeah. like, the real truth is that, like, a lot of y'all should watch this just to learn what it looks like when a sexual predator is grooming a child. Yeah. Even if the story's made up, whatever. Like, you should look at it because that's those are the signs you have to learn and know, which a lot of y'all just refuse to recognize. <laughs> we have to go through the same fucking formula every time a predator that's if a celebrity comes out. Step one. Yeah. Yes, victims lie. <laughs> All the time. All, All the, the time. time. All the time. All the time. That is not something that you want to just, like, tell the world. And I feel like a big part of the documentary that people skip over is the fact that most of them didn't come clean until after they had kids, which is a very common thing with like abuse, at least from people that have been abused by a child. It wasn't until they had sons and then realized like, oh shit, I'm a parent taking care of a five-year-old. A, like a grown adult shouldn't have been doing that to me. That's literally like, oh, that's my lesson. <laughs> yeah. I have to see the version of myself, like how innocent and young I was to really comprehend what, what it was. And then be the age of Michael, basically. Like be Michael's age and see my son who's seven. <laughs> like you were in first grade when you were seven, seven years old. You didn't have any understanding of anything besides like Fruit Loops and fucking <laughs> like Razor Scooters. Like you didn't. A, B, C, D. Yeah. First L. Grade. <laughs> Paper mache, if that. I was like, I don't even think we were allowed with glue by I ourselves. don't think we were. <laughs> we just put it all over our hands and peel it off. Like, that's all we knew how to do. So just like t saying that 
a seven-year-old who meets their dream person, like the person that's the biggest person in the world to them, you're literally in your living room, like trying to be this person. Fucking Michael Jackson. Michael fucking Jackson. After Thriller, after Bad. He's the most famous person in the world right now. Still. And you are in his bedroom. He's crying about you leaving. You leaving him. And then people are like, I can't believe he lied when he was 11. He got up on the stand and said that Michael Jackson didn't abuse him. He well, was they were, well, they were older, too, because he did he did testify when he was 23. But I also don't care about that either because I talked about it with a whole bunch of people like, okay, well, you were an adult no, I don't when you testified. And I was like, yeah, it doesn't matter. Most people will take that straight to their grave what, like, and will lie to you 20 million times. If you ask them straight up, they're going to lie. <laughs> It's not like something that's like, oh, yeah, definitely, totally. You got me. <laughs> and not only because of the shame, the regular shame that comes with sexual assault and the regular like, I, you know, I want to take this to the grave because it's just going to cause more problems for me. The problems that's going to cause for you if you say something are against Michael, Michael Jackson's Jackson. fans <laughs> against Michael Jackson. <laughs> like you have to go up against that. Who wants to take that on? I'd rather be broke. It's not worth it. (laughs) Are you kidding me? It's not worth it. It was very like, yeah. I was so disappointed in Twitter. I just, people in general are crazy. I really couldn't even go on that. And I hate diverting the narrative to, you know, we're just trying to tear down another black man. Right now, if the black man is a pedophile, he should still go down. That should never be the defense against like, I've stopped arguing against people who say stuff like that because it's it's like a diversionary tactic and it's not <laughs> it's the same thing that like racists do when they bring up irrelevant shit. Racists are calling me a racist? Yeah, <laughs> like what about black on black crime? Like, okay, like nigga, no. Like it's it's just not the issue at hand right now. And I'm not gonna if you're on that level, I don't think I can get you to the point where you will want to understand how pervasive this problem is and why we have to address it no matter what is going on with black people or white accusers or Harvey Weinstein or Elvis. Like, I yeah, I'm like, people. what is Elvis? Elvis I was like, anything. listen, I don't give a fuck about Elvis right now. Like right now we're talking about Michael Jackson. Sure, if Elvis comes up, I, what am I going to do? Elvis. I don't listen to Elvis. <laughs> I don't care about that shit. Like, I listen to Michael Jackson. I listen to Rock My World. Like, that is one of my favorite fucking songs. Like, I love it. And we all love him. You remember that one part of the documentary where he's like, he first gets accused of sexual molestation and he's at a, like the BET Awards or it's like some black award show. And he was denying the allegations on like when he got an award or something like that. Damn. And everyone like, it was like thunderous applause. Like just, <laughs> there was not a single person doubting it. And it's just like, that's what happens when someone famous wants to abuse someone yeah they can just get away with it and they have thunderous applause behind them and then you look at the accuser like people are like okay they want they want you know money one thing i did think was interesting about the documentary was they did not cover the trial at all and i don't know if that was because it's currently on appeal but they didn't talk about why they decided to sue. Yeah. They didn't talk about like the beginnings of the trial. At all. Or like who else was involved behind the trial. They briefly mentioned the maid. I don't know. It was just right. very where we could have really made an informed decision. And I feel like they 
glided over it for a reason. And, and yeah. And even their reasoning behind some of the things, I felt like the narrative was cold. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, you know, you can't judge people because everybody reacts differently. But even the mo- moms didn't have the mom from Australia. The Australia mom did. Yeah. And I think she's just naturally like that. But the safe chuck, that I bitch was like. Was. I'm like, girl, are you want a pre- like a Percocet right now? Like what what is like even if you don't only- have any emotion or sadness for it, she was just like her only line was just like, uh I fucked, I fucked up. up. Yeah. <laughs> I fucked I up. I really fucked up. Yeah, I mean, oh, damn. Like, oh, you're right. Yeah, I fucked up. <laughs> when she said that I had to double take my iPad, like, what is wrong with you? <laughs> she had zero to no emotion about anything. I was like, this is very strange. But um, the son, James Safechuck, is obviously really fucked up. Like, He's had a lot of therapy. He looks, yeah, like he could just burst into tears at any moment. Um, but he's also very weird. You know what I'm saying? And I think he's just very, like, awkward body yeah. language. And I was like... Even back weird. then, though, when you watch the footage, it's like, it's just him. It's not... Yeah. He does seem like just kind of, like, a weird, awkward person. Yeah. Um. Yeah, there like, another he thing... getting with- in on stage. <laughs> yeah, getting in. Do you remember that line where she was on the plane and Tina Turner and Ike were on the plane? And I guess he, like, oh, did something at the concert and she was sitting there. And uh, I guess they were talking about it, like, oh, that little white boy sure can dance. Yeah. <laughs> she was like, yeah, he can dance. <laughs> yeah, she was really proud. <laughs> he could dance, though. Yeah. Wade Robson can really dance. And I was like, oh, he's a little. <laughs> he's really getting it. And his perm. <laughs> he got a perm to be like Michael. A perm. And his little blonde hair. Oof. That was awful. <laughs> you know there were bad parents at that very moment. You were like, y'all really let this boy get a perm. So yes, if we learned anything, we saw another hard documentary of another fallen pop icon and 90% of the people we know in denial. Yeah, I just don't understand what there is to be in denial about. Like, (laughs) I mean, like I said, the specifics may be not, because I mean, we talked about the documentary not being fully what we wanted it to be. Yeah. There's definitely some holes in the plot. There's definitely some other people that could have been interviewed. Like you said, the maid, like anybody. There was no one corroborating these stories. And what the director said in response to that was that he just wanted to make it very focused on their stories with no other. But it's kind of like, then release another part, nigga, and tell the full story. (laughs) R. Kelly got six. Six. It's like we don't have very many more opportunities to talk about Michael Jackson. Like this may have been the Get last it all thing out. that we're gonna be able to like stomach as a. This as a shit society. should have been roots. Yeah, it should have been roots. Been a ten part. Like I don't care how. Add on to the me. Jackson Five movie. And just... Interview everybody. Interview like Janet. Interview every, yeah, Latoya. Everybody. Otis. I want to hear from the lawyers. <laughs> I don't care what they have to say. Like I want to like hear oh, all I guess parts. It's not a Jackson Reggie. So I can make Tito. Tito. Interview yeah. Tito. <laughs> and Damn it, been... Tito! <laughs> <laughs> he went as that character. <laughs> it wouldn't even be. <laughs> I'm over you. <laughs> it would be.
be a more informed decision as far as how I think of Michael holistically. But um, no matter who was in the documentary, I would believe that Michael was molesting boys. Yeah. Like, you just don't sleep with little boys in your bed. And only boys. It was only boys. Even if mentally he just thought of that, I feel like with the abuse that he had as a child, normally you just reenact what's taught to you. So I feel like even if he didn't know that it was wrong... And no one around him was, like, telling him it was wrong. He knew it was wrong. Right. (laughs) Because he was teaching those escape tactics. That's horrible. He knew to cover it up. Um, He knew that, you know, he could go to jail for it, which is why he was telling them, we will go to jail if you tell anybody. (laughs) And you'll ruin our lives. (laughs) Little Everyone knows, like, when you're doing sexual stuff with, like, it always feels like something that's forbidden. Even when you're really young and you don't understand it yet. Yeah. So even if Michael was immature and did want to just relive his childhood, what he did was entirely wrong. And we know he did it, y'all. We know he did it. (laughs) (laughs) Just like, accept that into your hearts. Let's join hands. How about that? I think we have another 100 years before the world is ready to even... People would rather not talk about it. Yeah. And I, that's what I can see from the response. It's been like the response. Radio silence. Like, oh shit! I got it. And we have to do something about it. This is like, oh, I'm not even gonna get my hands dirty with that. Like, I don't even want to get on the wrong side of it. It's argument. like the Catholic Church stuff. Everybody's like, it's religion. Michael Jackson is literally like touching religion. Basically, this is like saying where. <laughs> This is like you're atheist. <laughs> so you don't believe in Michael Jackson? Is that you don't believe in, in God? <laughs> it's the same thing. Well, we're gonna be on the right side of history, niggas, because he did that shit. Yeah. And um it was really wrong. Don't need a documentary to really tell me that. If I look at the facts, it's like the first case he had was um settled. Really? We watched this on a documentary. He it was settled for like twenty million dollars or something like that. Someone sued him. It wasn't like it went away. He just didn't go to trial. It was a civil case. So someone sued him with like a lawsuit. Dang. It wasn't a criminal case. And then another criminal case happened and it only happened. The criminal case only happened because he did that interview. Um, I forgot who was with it. He was wearing like a red shirt. And he was like, I sleep in the same bed with little boys. And it's just very innocent. <laughs> Anyone who thinks it's not innocent is, is just mean. <laughs> And they, they started an investigation because he said he slept in the bed with little boys during that interview. That was the reason. It wasn't like some trying to bring the black man down. It was just like, nigga, you snitched on yourself. You should not be sleeping in bed with little boys. So, God, with the squirrels. Five second rule. That's small. That's too late. Dust the skittles off and try again. <laughs> but yeah so that's my impression um i don't really care yeah if people think that's you know, controversial i don't think it's controversial um but, but go watch it if you haven't watched it or if you're like you know i fuck that and i believe michael jackson like just just watch it just so watch you it. know what people are saying about your idol so you can make a more informed decision just don't be like stupid out here you know, like you start to offend people that you don't know for sure if they did it. Like, what's his name? Corey Feldman, who was also one of the little boys that Michael Jackson, people thought Michael Jackson fucked with. Damn. Corey Feldman. What was he on? Um, either way, when the documentary, like when it was um, 
getting to be big and like advertised and stuff, he came out, did a whole Twitter rant, like Michael would never do that. And like, as far as I know, he's never touched anybody like that I've seen. Gremlins, The Goonies, Stand By Me. Yeah, he was like a big 80s actor, 90s actor. The Lost Boys. Yeah. Bad News Bears, cheers, one day at a time. Yeah, he's, he's a big like actor. But he also has like drug problems and like other emotional things, I'm pretty sure. He's also a survivor of child sex abuse. He's molested by a man he has identified only as Ron Crimson, who worked as an assistant to his father. Right. Jesus. So he said he was a, um, um, abused a couple years after his relationship with Michael. And that man had introduced him to drugs. Oh, God. Where are you on the wiki page? <laughs> yeah. I'm oh like, dang. Wiki be spilling all the tea. <laughs> yeah. Well, he came out after the um, documentary came out and said he could no longer defend Michael after he'd been defending him adamantly for a very long time. He said he couldn't anymore? No. Because? Because of watching the documentary. Like, he didn't say that he was abused, but, like, I think all the boys, I think Macaulay Culkin. Oh, Macaulay Culkin, definitely. Come on. <laughs> Come on. Like, he's in denial, but, like, that's a thing. Like, like we, no, know, we, we know, we know. And it's okay. And I wish you would all just band together and come forward with all the information because right now is the time to do it. If you're ever going to do it, now is the time to do it. Um, in life. Yeah, because I, I don't think that he should be able to go on just being this like untarnished. He's not untarnished, but I think people he- saying he never did anything wrong for the rest of his legacy. I just don't think that's right. I agree. Um, anything else for anyone who's seen it? <laughs> the R. Kelly interview. Okay, yeah, right. Aura. <laughs> Robert Kelly. Do we have we talk about this nigga every week? <laughs> we try Jeez. not to. We really do try not to, but we actually like can't not. Hopefully we'll be able to stop soon. Well he's in jail again, right? He's in jail, but oh yeah, for now. <laughs> I think he has to pay like $160,000 to get out of jail and no one's and child support. I mean, no one's come forward and paid it like <laughs> what's her name from last week uh, with an extra $100,000 lying around. I thought I just thought that was him. Last week? Yeah, I just thought that it, it was like he gave her the money to bail him out. That's I didn't think it was she, actually her Okay, money. no, no. She said that it wasn't her money. Or Did that, you think it was? I don't know. I don't think it was his because his kids say he's broke and like Damn. his um concubines, the current ones who did their interview with Gail the yeah. day after, they say he's broke as well or like running low on money. Um, so I don't know if he paid concubine. it. I don't know if she paid it either way. She's trash. <laughs> um, so, but yeah, he, he went on CBS this morning and acted a fool. How stupid would it be for me to, with my crazy past and what I've been through, oh, right now I just think I need to be a monster and hold girls against their will, chain them up in my basement and, and don't let them eat and don't let them out unless they need some shoes down the street from their uncle. Robert, Stop it. Y'all quit playing. Quit playing. Robert. I didn't do this stuff. This is not me, y'all. I'm fighting for my life. I needed to add Gail to my list. Yes. <laughs> yes. Because she really just, as he threw a childlike tantrum, 
because he was asked questions, very valid, very valid questions. Uh, she just sat there like, you know, Robert. She was like, Robert. It was really uncomfortable. <laughs> I couldn't get through like the whole thing in one sitting. I feel like I had to like walk away. Like as soon as he started crying, I was like, <laughs> what am I watching? Yeah, I woke up and saw that it happened or I was at work or something. And I was like, oh, yeah, I'm not going to watch this. And then, like, I was, like, I didn't have my headphones with me, so I was just watching the clips on quiet. But I was so glad that I finally got around to watching it because no, that shit is clips hilarious. <laughs> just, like, real low. It's He's hilarious. Like, like he uh, shouldn't have gone on TV. I don't know. His lawyer, I forgot who his lawyer is, but that nigga should have never been anymore. on. <laughs> he got on that interview and told on himself. He told on himself. Like... Talking about how the girl, the girl's parents basically stopped um, cooperating when he stopped paying them. <laughs> what are you paying them for? What are you paying them for? Bro, like, you're really, you're telling on yourself here, like, just R. Kelly. I mean, but at least you're on tape, nigga, like, come on. I feel like all the people who weren't saying anything about R. Kelly before are now being like, wow, man, you look so stupid and using all, like, the, the memes and stuff from it as, like, okay, memes, okay I mean, everybody's. Like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I hate all the memes that are, like, shaming people, like, okay, this is a very serious situation. It's like, yeah. I haven't seen that part of Twitter. Really? Leave, keep that shit away from me. <laughs> I'm like, but. No. We're all in this together. No, I have, I have seen some people like, oh, but R. Kelly needs help. And like, yeah, he needs help. But right now, since we've done 30 years of helping R. Kelly, we're going to do a couple a couple months and years of making, the fun, making fun of this nigga, like, for, for being, being ridiculous. kill the week bitch uh thanks i um again don't know how much i killed it i may have roughed it up just a little bit <laughs> tussled we tussled a little bit it was uh i don't know i've been feeling weird this week like extra tired and getting headaches over and i don't know if it's like some i had my period but like it ended and then it was like i started getting headaches so i don't know if that's like a medical like thing that happens after I don't know. It's like I've been getting my period for like a very long time and I still don't fully And I like to guess that all my symptoms all the time. Because I'm not like a health person. Yeah. But all my prescriptions are just like water. <laughs> Aspirin. Go to sleep. Right. <laughs> I prefer probably right. Just probably sleep. But like, yeah, just getting headaches at work from staring at the screen. So I looked um, it up on Google and they told me that I should stare at a far distance for a little while, like take a break on your eyes. Like you sharing a computer screen. Uh, no, I can see pretty well. Cause I just got my eyes checked like a couple months ago. I feel like they're always stressing about how bad it is that we're staring at screens all day. I also feel like all of you people who can't see always try to get me to be like, oh, maybe you can't see. I mean, it just declines, <laughs> all like, of our vision declines over time. And someday you just have to like, people that don't grow up with glasses just have to get to the point where they 
finally accept that they need glasses. It's like, I don't know a life where I'm not wearing glasses. So I for know. me, this, I know, but like, I just, and I know my I parents know. both are like, I can see, bitch. I'm like, this didn't come out of nowhere. Yeah, this really didn't come out of nowhere. Yeah, I can't see. I don't know why. <laughs> yeah, but I got my eyes checked recently, so it's not it. I can see. It's just, my hair is too tight. I don't know. Reading glasses, computer glasses. Ooh, you're really trying it today. Okay, come back a year from now. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> come back a year from now. <laughs> oh, whatever. We'll talk in a year then. It's okay, but I'm not getting glasses. Um, <laughs> I went back to boxing. So. How was it this week? This time we had a black guy. I didn't tell you this. What? And he played like Migos and shit the whole time, so it was way more lit. Yeah. It was really fun. Wow. Okay, we'll go next. And Arthur loves it, so he's like obsessed. And I only have seven <laughs> credits left for my class. Pass, pass. But can you use a different email? Like, I don't know. I don't have it. We like, should. We should figure out how to finesse the system. Because low key, I like doing it. I just really do not want to pay eighty dollars. It was a fifty dollar one. I just did downgraded to like the twenty dollar one. There's a twenty dollar one. Mm-hmm. You can do like class what? Class pass light. The fifty dollar one was a class pass light. There's a lighter one. I might do that and do like two classes a month and work out on my own. Yeah, and then you can still just buy classes like one by one too. I like that. Let's do that. And we'll do boxing. Okay. Right. Like, but it was fun. We're gonna go to his classes from now on. I forgot what his name was. Mar Marquise or something like that. Yeah. He was does good. he let you hide from the Yeah, he does not check on you. Okay, good. He's <laughs> like, good job. Like you know, <laughs> I'm like, cool. Like, oh I was like, 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 like that like, bitch was running. <laughs> Yeah, she was in the class. I was like, girl, you better not look at me. Don't even look at me because I don't want the pressure. But it was much better. He was playing all types of fun music. And I just like, I just, the music is more fun to work out to. Just yeah. trap music in general. Just, like, like, y'all really be acting like that. this Carly Rae Jepsen shit is fun to work out to. Like, it's, it's fucking not. not. You know, it's not. <laughs> so we had a good time doing that. Okay, Moss. What did you do this week? Let me think of what my life is like. Uh, my week was dramatic <laughs> again again yeah but I think it was less like emotionally draining and more of um just trying to make more uh, trying to make better decisions for the long term and being um extremely honest with myself which I don't feel like I always am when it comes to like being optimistic that things will weigh out in my favor. <laughs> I'm like, but maybe <laughs> if I work myself into the ground, it'll all work out. Like, no. And I feel like I finally had to make like a really big, like adult decision. And I'm very proud of it. And I'm I finally feel like I'm on the other side of it. And so I feel like this week has been it's been it's been solid. I'm proud of you too. Mm-hmm. About setting manageable goals so you're not like dying. Yeah, dying. You have no chance of not dying. (laughs) Like, this is just not possible. So, we're not in college anymore. We don't have to do that. Yeah, we did that in college. (laughs) (laughs) But we made it out. Right. Like, you can do everything. You didn't get that 4.0 we were talking about. (laughs) It doesn't matter. Just graduate. (laughs) Just lower expectations. Make them manageable. Yeah. But now it's like, achieve everything. But do it the smart way. Oh, I also did not shop at all this week. Yay. No clothes, no makeup, nothing fun. I bought Drano. <laughs> nothing fun. Ooh. Yeah. <laughs> hey, Drano oh. gets the shit done. Yeah, I had to do that. So 
being more responsible with my money because we have some big events coming up and it's about to be warm, bitch. It's about to be warm this weekend. Oh my God. So many things I want to do. So much that I want to do. <laughs> Sad to become so clean of me. Tomorrow ain't really guarantee you why. So many days I thought of you. Oh, beautiful. Oh, That's be summer. About to be spring. Spring, summer, whatever. It's going to be not frigid. Not ruined in our faces. I just feel like if you don't live in Chicago or like any place cold and you I haven't, like, the, I hate you. You don't hate me. This is the first like adult winter where I'm like, I can't do this anymore. And this is my first winter in Chicago where I have to leave the house regularly and commute. Like, I've been in school for seven years, bitch. Like, I didn't. I went to class like once a day and went home. <laughs> like now I have to get on the train and walk blocks and more blocks and then some more. And like go to your desk and just sit there. And, like, and it's just home. me and the windshield together. Just me and Wendy. Yeah, and it's really dark outside. Yeah, and it's daylight like, saving time on Sunday. Did you know that? Yeah, we go forward. Spring forward, yeah. So more daylight. That's good. Yeah, but we lose an hour of sleep. Yeah, but everyone seems like like everyone after that means something. It really doesn't. It's exhausting. We'd be tired anyway. You bro. wake up and be so tired. You anyway. wake up. You wake up and it's nine nine a.m. instead of eight a.m. That's horrible. It's you wake up and it's eight a.m. instead of seven a.m. That's yeah. horrible. It's like okay. it's worth it for the daylight because the daylight it breathes life into you. I will text you on Sunday. And see how you feel. <laughs> I'm like, you're like, it's not that big of a deal. I'm like, bitch, Sunday is about to stop. We're about to be like, no. I'm just going to go to bed early and I'm going to be a fucking ray of sunshine. So (laughs) you think you're going to get mean, but you're not (laughs) going to get mean. So how are you going to kill next week? Um, I stopped stretching and I really want to get back to it because I saw something on Facebook. I mean, I'm sure everyone that does yoga and shit knows this, but like it was, um, like an explanation of what all the different stretches and shit do for your body and like your digestive Ooh. system and your circulatory system and shit like that. If you just like do like not downward dog, what's the one where you're on your knees and like you stretch your arms out like a cat? And then you put your head down. It has a name. Either I way, it's good for your circulation. And then like one's really good for like your bones and it's like Ooh. sitting in a straddle. So I'm just gonna start getting back to that because I've just been too lazy to wake up in the morning and do it. And I think just waking up and adding that 20 minutes to my day will really benefit me because I'd be like, if I don't stretch for long enough now, it's like, I'm just walking around like, this is the mummy part four. (laughs) Who I am. So trying to get my body right. And uh, yeah, I think that's all I have. I don't know how else I'm going to kill it. I mean, do better. Gonna do better. <laughs> I'm just gonna do better. Gonna do better. <laughs> uh, I think I'm gonna I'm gonna kill my week by getting ahead this weekend because yeah. we're already ahead now. But I think also just I've been behind on a lot of stuff. I just want to like deep clean, meal prep, like go into the week like so prepared that I can't fail. Same. Kill the week, bitch, y'all. Thank you for listening to episode eight of 168 Podcast. Be sure to follow us on Instagram at 168 Podcast or on Twitter at 168 Pod. And we will see y'all next week. My way, my way, or the highway, my way, 
My way or the highway, my way, my way or the driveway.